Hey everyone, I'm Josh. And I'm Tamara. And this is... Hexfiles. Dun dun dun. Um, I don't know why it feels like we haven't recorded in a while, but we have. It's just been with guests. So much recording. Actually, it's because we recorded with Nightgeist, and that was before we came back from our little break, because everybody needs a break. Yeah. But we recorded with the Old Gods. If you haven't listened to the Old Gods episode, like, <laughs> what? what Hilarity ensues. Yeah, but also, like, Old Gods is the shit. They for real are. But the moment everybody's been waiting for, this is the return to Medoc Mountain State Park. Dun, dun, dun. Part two. <laughs> return the, to Bigfoot. The returning in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we want to do a couple things first. Like, um, let's shout out our patrons. Um, I'll go first in the haints. Uh, we have Corey and Lane of New World Witchery, Joanne, Melissa D, Chris of Pagan Ironworks, Ashley C, Amanda F, Mary, Allison, Aura, Shannon, Alex, Ashley, Lilith, Liz, Amanda of Bellfire Apothecary, Salvo Sea Witch, Cryptid Batty, Lorraine, Nightgeist Podcast, that is Erica and Liana, and then we have Jason and Melanie of Spooky Charlotte, and a new patron, Devin, who's an amazing artist. Um, glad to have inspired some familiar work there on my other podcast, Cursed. And um, do you want to read the, the Poltergeist? And for our Poltergeist, we've got Rachel the Pickety Witch, Temple, Luna, Heather, Avael, Jessica, Tiffany, Stephen, Zach, The Church Grim, Stephanie, Emily, Jen, Nessie, Wednesday, Mina, Ashley of Cryptid Coven Creations, and Katrina of Resilience Wellness and Therapy. And then we also have a super secret unpublished tier that someone wormed their way into, and that is... Brett Manning at the Phalian level. Yeah, and she is of Brett Manning Art, which is amazing, and we really want to collab with her one day, so... She's going to tickle the back of your brain. Yeah, and then some. Yeah. But we want to tickle your front parts by <laughs> doing merch. Your prefrontal cortex. Um, And we might have merch coming up. I mean, if someone were to go back and look at Cursed Podcast, where Hex Files kind of started, took on a life of its own. But in the beginning, it was many episodes. We're coming up on a year yeah. And I feel like a year is a good time to do things for people. Right. And maybe our patrons might get a little little gift in the mail. Ooh. Um, so look out for that if you're a patron. Uh, there's always time to sign up. Uh, for as little as a dollar, you get all these bonus episodes and behind the scenes footage. Um, sometimes we do, like for the five and ups, you can get involved in investigations. We did a haunted doll where people got involved and we got some crazy results. It was a great party. It was a great party. But um, we have some other stuff in the works that is going to be awesome. Uh, you can catch us currently on every other Sunday now. Uh, because we have so much in the works, we went from weekly to bi-weekly <laughs> again <laughs> on Witch With Me TV. But if you go to Instagram, you can go to Witch With Me. And there are so many other good creators TV. on Witch With Me TV. Oh, 100%. Um, and like it's a lot of fun. And we love Witch With Me. We love Meg and Key over there. So 
Um, and there's so many other people, so we're not forgetting you. But um, yeah, check them out. Uh, and then the TV thing, like or five two to five minute clips sometimes a little bit longer but um it's really concentrated really good information right and we're on there but we're stupid like go go for the like the traditional witchcraft <laughs> there's like kitchen witchery uh every saturday um our good friend julia of witchcraft cocktails she's doing her second book right now but she's on there with cocktails uh i don't we're drinking what speaking of cocktails we are Some drinking kind of monstrosity the new release from Hendrix, the Lunar Gin. If you'd like to sponsor us, Hendrix, our email is, <laughs> is hexfilespod at gmail.com. Um, but Lunar is no, what is the other one? Orbium. Orbium. Lunar is no Orbium, but it is pretty good. It is good. It's kind of warm. It's round. It's soft. It's like the uh, summer breeze. Yeah. But they're not paying us, so we're not going to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Bye call us we miss you right we miss you um there's so many other liquors that could sponsor us but settlers <clears throat> which you'll see in the future but coming up like maybe if you're interested and you're listening to this and you have a small business or a shop like we're interested in doing some sponsors like um but we don't want to like yes we're selling out but we never said we wouldn't right if you had any faith in us in the other direction that's on you yeah that's your fault but um, we're not selling out, like, we're not going to try to sell you mattresses yet, but we are going to try to, like... I do be loving some mattresses, though. <laughs> we do want to sponsor with some people that we think, like, our listeners would be interested in because we're interested in, and that could be artists, that could be, like, um, witch shops, that could be, I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. So we're authors. open. Authors, yeah. So if you want to hit us up, I promise we're getting... It's probably too low for us, but we're, we're we're getting into the game of trying. We just want to put cool people with cool products. Right, and help fund the podcast, because it does cost money. Yeah. Uh, and we're not trying to be rich off this, because we're not good enough at it. Honey, if I was trying to be rich, I would have done a lot of things different. First off, we would not be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> or would we? Probably. <clears throat> but uh, all that being said... Um, that's where you can find us. But where you could have found us, what, end of last month, a couple weeks ago, yeah. was back at Medoc? Medoc? Medoc. Um, some people say Medoc, but um, it's in North Carolina. It's basically Virginia. It's near Littleton, North Carolina. It's like north central North Carolina. Right. How'd they get a mountain? I don't know. And it says there's a mountain, but I didn't see a mountain. But probably for flatlanders, for coastal people, that seems like a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. But we um, we want to tell you about that because like our last trip, which is episode 12, give or take, I think it's 12, um, we went and looked for Bigfoot. And you probably heard about that. It's one of our higher downloaded episodes. So I know you guys care about Bigfoot. Um, I know but, you heard it. We know you heard it. Uh, but we want to talk about... Like, the shit we found this time, which is, um, it gets more in-depth. Yeah. You have to go a little bit deeper in the rabbit hole. I think we're coming, we're getting into some shit. But for a quick recap, we went to the Dismal Swamp. We may have found a print. We didn't think about it. We ended up there by synchronicities. You'll have to listen to the Swamp episode, too. But when we ended up at the, the Bigfoot spot, it was... Kind of by accident. We had no idea what we were getting into. There are no accidents. <clears throat> right. And we think that 
we're onto something. I don't think we're super special because there's a lot of people that are out there almost every weekend looking, but I do think we're bringing a different approach than most people. I think so too. But, um, so I don't remember the dates, but we were like, let's rent a van. Mm-hmm. And cool ass van. <laughs> we wanted to rent a van before now, but those vans were taken. Things didn't work out. We're like, eh. But the van was really cool. It was like a queen size bed. It was a kitchenette with running water, stove, oven. Yeah, I like mean a, a big cooler. Heat. Heat. No fridge, but the cooler. Yeah. I mean an oven and a stove. You could stand all the way up. Yes. Um, and you could plug shit in. It was like one of those commercial like Ford vans that was like outfitted for camping. And it was really cool. And it was good that we had it because it was raining a lot. So much, too much, in fact. But we got there. We we went and we were like, okay, last time we saw a bunch of synchronicities. We saw a bunch of numbers. Um, we saw a bunch of Bigfoot stickers. And we're like, I don't know. I'm always in that like camp of, am I going to see this again? Am I going to see more? Or am I just like making this shit up and I'm not going to see any of it? Right, was it a one-time only? Right. Or can we reproduce the pattern? But I will say that there was a different pattern this time. Um, we were seeing, like, last time we were seeing a lot of 333s, three, three, which is big for us. 444, um, four, four, mm-hmm. 222. This time we were getting, like, higher up. Yeah. Like, before then we had been seeing a bunch of 555, and we were, like, talking with... Like, if you're observant and clever... And we know our listeners are. You've probably already seen, like, I know what they're talking about. We're not announcing it yet, but we do have something cool in the works with uh, some friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had just talked to them about doing this new venture. And it's like 555. And that's like, oh, financial this, financial that. 888. Um, and I'm not talking new about... opportunities. Right. I'm not talking about that we were seeing, like, billboards with phone numbers for... One eight 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 because that doesn't hold any relevance to us. Yeah, but we're talking about oh my god, it and it gets to the point where it's almost insane. It's almost embarrassing. It's like how? Like should I even point this one out, or is it cliche at this point? I right. mean, we've been on the road for thirty minutes. Is it now cliche to continue to point out these same repeating numbers? But my thing is, why don't we see in like the same ones, or we're. I mean, we're seeing out-of-state licenses because we even talked about, we saw the Fae. We saw that this time, too. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe, like, the Charlotte area has a lot of Fae's, but some of these are out-of-state. They're different states. Yeah. Um, we're way outside of the Charlotte area. Even on our off days, we're like, why aren't we seeing these as much? And it's like, I mean, goddamn. It's, all, like I said, it's embarrassing. And I don't even feel like you would believe us. So we're um, we're big fans of Hellier and the New Kirks. And Connor and Tyler and Carl. Coral. And we are members of their museum, the clubhouse, because we love their Patreon and we're members of that. And I feel like anytime we're in there and we post like our cool shit, they're like, oh, are you guys trying to pander? But we try not to name the podcast. Like we're not trying to like sell ourselves, but we're trying to like talk to people that think this shit is cool and interesting like we do. We just happen Um, to have a podcast. We're having the same experiences that we would have podcast or no. Right. And these like, I mean, if you're a fan of the New Kirks and Hellier and stuff, like you get it. Like we're not the only ones seeing Mylar Bloons. 
<laughs> but um, so if you're on the clubhouse, like we're on there, what's up? We're trying not to pander. We're trying not to be those people, but we want to share our adventures. They just happen to coincide with trips for podcasts. But at the end of the day, like I didn't even think like we've, I think we've made three posts up regarding in like investigations. Mm-hmm. And I was never like, oh my God, I can't wait to share this on the clubhouse. It was always something happened that was relevant enough to be like, you think the the clubhouse people would be like, oh my God. Well, yeah, there's like equal weirdos. So surely they care, right? Yeah. But it started like that tangent and thought started with, I want to ask Dana because I saw her on, we saw them on something, um, Finding Bigfoot. Yeah. And she had a call and we're like, can you, we're going to go look for Bigfoot. Can you recommend anything? And, um, just the fact that they give us attention, I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. Because they're super busy. They've they're got, busy, but they're like... a ton like, of irons on the fire. But they're also very down to earth, and they like care about their fans, and they care about like the community. Like, you can tell. They're very, like, you know. So, um, she gave us like a little thing. We're like, okay, that's cool. And all this is being said because we're like, it's going to matter that we're in this hellier mindset. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to think like, okay, I started reading this new book. Yes. Not, it's new to me. Um, and I haven't got volume two yet and I need to, uh, but it's where the footprints end. Greg recommended it to me on Twitter after some little thread we got into. I still don't understand Twitter, but, um, it's by, um, like Timothy Rainier and Joshua Cutchen. Mm-hmm. And, one, the art is phenomenal. I'm like, this is amazing. Um, <laughs> I want this as a poster. And um, it's exactly what I wanted it to be. Like, I picked it up, started reading it, and I'm like, oh, my God. So if you don't know, Timothy has a podcast called Strange Familiars. It's a really popular podcast. Our friend Brett the Phalian recommends it. <laughs> um, I'm sure she loves that being her last name, Brett the Phalian. The Phalian. Um, and... So we're listening to it and they have like, we're like listening to the episode where Joshua Cutchin is on and we're listening to where the footprints end and how Bigfoot might be a spiritual being. And I love the book doesn't say like their opinions. They're just saying like, this is all the stuff. How can you ignore all this stuff? Right. It presents you with almost endless possibilities, almost endless connections, such a web but leaves you to kind of draw your own conclusions. When I read it, I'm like, okay. So I applied. <laughs> this is another little tangent, but we'll we can edit it out and add it to Patreon if we have to. But I applied before I knew what it was specifically. I applied to the um, North American Wood Ape Conservancy. No, yeah. I don't remember what it was, but it's like I applied to that because I'm like working on the MUFON thing. Um, I'm a little behind, but I need to catch up. Um, I, do it my study partner heather and temple like get on it um help me out <laughs> um but no i was applying to that and it's like i was filling out their questionnaire because i was like i would love to be we're already doing this like i would love to be that little contact that like helps share reports and talk to people because it's not just for the podcast like we want this quest and you know me i'm like trying to find out like i just want to talk to these people and I filled out these forms and I was like, you know, I don't think people look at Bigfoot open-minded enough. I think they look at him as like, or them, I'm not going to try to gender Bigfoot, but um, 
I feel like people look at Bigfoot as too ape-like, flesh and blood and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm really open to this and spirituality and all this and where I come from. And like within 10 minutes, they're like, your application has been denied. And I was like, what? And Was it my grammar? And then getting Discovery Plus and watching like more Finding Bigfoot than I ever have in my life for the sake of entertainment. Um, and I'm not saying that what they do doesn't matter because I think it does. But um, I was like, oh, that's why. Because they're like this fucking woo woo motherfucker <laughs> talking about Bigfoot is an alien. No, I don't think Bigfoot's an alien. I think Bigfoot's a phalian. Um I was like, now I understand it. But I was like, you know what? I don't want to be that close-minded about Bigfoot. Like, it doesn't mean I throw science out the window. I'm just saying, if this is an entity that has famously been looked at through the eyes of something more, something other than what we can understand as flesh and blood, then why, like, would we throw that out the window? Right. And humans didn't rise to the top of the food chain because they're not able to track animals they didn't, we didn't reach our place as a species that we have on the planet because we don't understand biology or science. Right. There's something outside of that. Yeah. And this book approaches it from like a, we're not trying to tell you what we think it is or what it isn't. We're trying to tell you that there's more that goes into this whole story than the common, like it's a lost ape or a missing link, um, or an evolutionary cousin, um, 400-year hide-and-go-seek champion. Right. Um, Because, come on, like, I mean, we're awful. Like, we're trash. And we would think that that was better. Bigfoots would be better. But they would leave evidence. And the fact that you see footprints and then they kind of stop is kind of the idea of, like, well, you could say, is that a hoax? But, like, at at what point do you stop stop ignoring people that have paranormal experiences and start lumping it into the, like, the umbrella of doubt or I don't know or because nobody fucking knows. Um, But you can't ignore the, I guess the um, Bigfoot as a whole as an entity because it's like, it's in too many stories. It's in too many lore and different cultures across the globe that never communicated. And I'm not going to try to get all ancient alien fucking history channel (laughs) about it. Bigfoot. Right. But I feel like there's something like we don't question when we talk about like, because I mean, we see cats and we have cats. That might be a bad example. But when we see cats in like Egyptian drawings and we see them mummified and we see stuff, we don't doubt the existence of cats. We know that they were important to that culture, too. Um, And Floki's over here with like, yeah, that is me. Worship me. Um, I'm your producer. But... (laughs) Guys are doing awful so far. Continue. So I thought, let's listen to that podcast. Let's listen to the Bigfoot specific. Let's get in the mindset. Like, I'm ready. I'm hyped. And our trip up there before, we had seen Mylar Balloons twice. Um, Same ones, but we had went up there before to the swamp. And I was like, oh, shit, Mylar Balloons. Then we went for Bigfoot, same route, just a different variant at the end. And I was like, those are the same balloons, but they're still there and i was like that doesn't mean anything but we had changed our date for that first bigfoot trip and when we went to get a christmas tree we saw mylar balloons getting the tree yeah and we changed our date and we found like some cool stuff we heard what we think is bigfoot howls or calls um because i don't think people could do that but 
so I think this is all intertwined and it's kind of the same thing where it's like whoa those are the same mylar balloons you saw before but the fact that they're still there might mean something they weren't there this time no they were down and it's been a couple months so we're listening to that and um I'm listening to one of them that's like how the fae is tied with Bigfoot and which I love right yeah me too (laughs) and we're so we're driving and I was like okay and Timothy says to the guest and I forget the name um he says oh you know check out our Patreon episode because we're going to be talking about Mylar balloons and just kind of a passing and no shit there was a Mylar balloon on the ground I couldn't make it out but it was gold foiled and it was a Mylar balloon amongst the trees but flattened on the ground and I was like and we're driving on a highway we can't turn around we can't take pictures it's like fuck and I was like hold on so I rewound it and you were like what because you're looking at your phone and I was like listen to this part listen to this part and it said Mylar balloons and your face was like oh shit and I was like yeah I just saw it right after he said it so we became members of Strange Familiar's Patreon just to hear this bonus episode. Immediately. Immediately. And so we, I would love to have them on. I need to reach out to them. Um, and so they didn't mention anything except Mylar Balloons. We start playing the Patreon episode and they're talking about things. They're talking about things. And we're like, what? Like not even an hour down the road, but we're still way down the road. Same highway and they start saying like oh yeah let's talk about like this mylar balloon incident and like let's talk about mylar balloons and like blah 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 and then hanging from the trees and we both saw this a gold star mylar balloon yeah it wasn't a blue star like hellier but then he starts saying like oh yeah apparently mylar balloons show up and there's a lot of like these things and then they start talking about hellier and they're like when I watched Hellier and I saw them talk about Mylar balloons, it's like, oh my God, we're not the single ones on this. And so many people have experiences as, and it's, it's not to say that every party city and every Walmart and all these places and grocery stores don't have Mylar balloons. What up Dollar Tree? Dollar Tree. But I honestly can't fucking tell you the last time I saw a Mylar balloon that did involve an investigation. I mean, in the wild. Yeah. I see them every day. I go and get Starbucks at a coffee shop. Yeah, they're always there for investigations. Or a grocery store. Right. And it's like, it's like, yeah, you see me. So we're already like, oh my God, hell yeah. Call Greg. Call Dana. They don't know us. Get a, There's a tin can going to pop up somewhere. Get them on the phone. Um, <laughs> the balloons were cut off. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're like, get, get the new Kirks on the phone. Oh my God. They're like, we told you we're not taking calls. But, um, but no, dude, not. I'm like real freaking out right now. Like, I'm for real freaking out now. Right, bruh. <laughs> and these aren't like Spider Man or Unicorn Mylar balloons, which, um, when my birthday comes up, like, I'm big fans of both those things. Uh, but these are like stars. And I know they're common, but like, still, we don't see them and be like, oh, isn't it funny that we saw a Mylar balloon more not looking for Bigfoot? But they're, they're not outside of neighborhoods when we see them, they're so far away. Somebody on the, like, in the highway, and I mean, we're very trashy people, not us personally, but as a whole, as a species, we're very trashy. And so there's trash everywhere. It's like, oh my God, if we started talking about cigarette butts or uh, McDonald's uh, wrappers, then it'd be like, okay, well, you're... I've seen seven Mountain Dew bottles today. Right. Huh. What could that mean? It means something. Um, So we see those balloons and I know this is like on a little tangent, but I promise it matters because like it's a big deal to us. And we're talking about how we don't see Bigfoot stickers like we did last time. Like 
what every 20 cars we saw a yes. big furt big furt <laughs> a big foot big bumper feet? sticker and they're popular because people they're at rei and all this stuff but like they're different and i was like shit maybe that means we're gonna find goblins or some shit but we're not gonna find bigfoot so we start getting closer and we there's lots of hawks this whole time of course so many so many that you saw that i didn't say which is different because they're like sort of a meaningful animal to me. Not yeah. sort of. They're a very meaningful animal to me. And I spot them from I far. Speed it. I you saw them. so many I didn't and couldn't see. I saw their little white puffy chests. Yeah, their leggies. Their leggies. Um, and I was like, damn, I can't believe we haven't seen any. Now, this Mylar balloon, by the way, was like right at the exit we had to take to go towards this place. Mm. It was like maybe not even a quarter of a mile before we had to turn at the exit. Um, so we turned down the exit and we're talking about the balloons and like, oh shit, oh my God, like once is one thing, but twice and not just while we're listening to it. It's not just like, oh, isn't that a coincidence? Like they mentioned Mylar balloons and then within five minutes is even too long. A Mylar balloon pops up and I'm like, it's almost like Timothy made it exist. (laughs) He called it down. So... We're driving and, like, we're getting to the little town. And I'm like, God, we haven't seen, like, a fucking Bigfoot sticker at all. And then, like, right in front of us is a truck with a Bigfoot sticker. (laughs) And we see it just long enough to see the sticker. And um, so it starts to rain. And we're like, oh, fuck. It's going to be rainy. But we get there. We park. We get the spot. The spot is known for interaction. Not just sightings, but, like, the person that stayed there months ago said that he thought something came into his camp. Yeah. He heard and saw something. He was like, it shouldn't have been a bear. And it was large. And I was too scared to look at it. That's our story from our friend that's down there. Yeah. And rocks have been thrown at the site from the ridge. Uh, there was a flare hit on the ridge that we went to last time. So we're like, okay, we got a little bit of daylight left. There's not much we're going to get done tonight. Let's go to the ridge and leave an offering. It was pouring cold rain. Yeah. Um. So we go back to that ridge. We looked at our offerings last time. Everything was gone except for the the monies, yeah. the coins, which is okay. Um, you don't have to take it for an offering to count. Follow Curse to find out more. <laughs> um, but we took one a coin, one a, one a coin <laughs> from there. The one of coins. And we were like, we know they like apples. We know they like candy bars and stuff like we had a cool spirit box with them last time, uh, which we still need to upload to Patreon. We meant to, and we forgot all about it because we went on a break. Um, we found that wild bone. The minute we got on that trail, there was a scapula of some critter. And I still don't know. Probably like a, a raccoon. medium scapula. No. Maybe a coyote. Yeah. Um, what ate the coyote? Hmm. It's too small to be a deer. Man, I want Bigfoot. Like, I want to believe that he's vegan. But that doesn't mean he ate it, but who left? There was a bone there. Just one. And it was an old bone. It wasn't a fresh. I've found, we found plenty of bones that still has good meat in them. Yeah. That stinks. The icky ones. And bugs on them. But this one had been out there. It was sun-dried. It had a little <sighs> bit of like age on it. Bleached. But it was right on the trail. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny if we found a bone and then we go like 20 feet in and I was like, oh my God, that's a bone. <laughs> and so we go up to the hill. Uh, we set the trail cam up. Right on the little face stump that we left an apple on before. Because we're trying to go for, like, um, consistency. Right. And, like, you know we're here. We're the same people. Like, we're trying to build a tradition with you. 
so to speak, like every time we go up there, we're going to leave an apple at least on that stump. Right. And it's our way. This is the way. Yeah. And we put the trail cam up, saw the tree breaks. I mean, it's just that spot has so many tree breaks. But listen to that episode to hear all about that. And you can also see Witch With Me TV. We're going to post some of these longer videos on YouTube, but we did a little quick part one. Um, and we hear like, I think you heard a call and I heard a knock. Yeah. And we're like, what? What was that? But then we go back to the site and we build a fire. We felt kind of disconnected, especially you. You're like, yeah. I just don't feel connected to anything right now. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't feel as special and charged as last time. Um it was like when you try too hard, like when you get so super dressed up to go out and you're like, shit, I got all dressed up for this. Like, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell? But we're like, let's make the best of it. We had a good fire going. Yeah. Still Worked raining. Hard for it. And we were tired. We'd been driving all day. And we're like, well, tomorrow we can hike and do all this shit. Let's go back into the van and let's do a spirit box session. Let's read tarot first. Yeah. And honestly can't tell you what we pulled that first night. We have it on a digital recorder that we haven't listened to. We're fucking awful. But like you're talking about like 40 minutes of audio that nothing weird happened. So it's like there still could be EVPs, but it didn't feel like there would be. No. And we had like some cards. We figured out meanings. We'll tell all the cards together. I feel like. But um Spirit Box didn't do shit. At all. I, I thought it was just because of the van, but it's like, just being out there. And last time we had Spirit Box hits, we had like a little conversation. Yeah, we had really, really good results. Yeah, and this time was just static. So we went to bed. We were like, there, we're not really getting much like, why stay up forever if we're not getting anything? Like, not even like, Maybe two words that didn't really match. And it's like, this is nothing. This We're not getting anything. Yeah, there there was no verbiage at all. It was only static. And remembering like our tarot that we had just done, we're like, well, let's not try too hard. Let's just try to like be in it. And I was falling asleep and I was like, oh my God, like what if something is like looking in the window? Like, <laughs> um, It's all fun and games till you're face to face with one. And then it's like. Your life is forever changed. Yeah, and I always think about that. Like, what the hell are we going to do if we find a Sasquatch? Like, if we come up on one in the woods? If one lets us find it, what are we going to do? I don't know. Piss ourselves. Right. But, like, at the same time, it's like, I want that more than I don't. Yeah. It's like, I want that problem. Like, what do you do if you find a Bigfoot? I want that problem more than I don't want to ever know. Right. So we went to bed. We woke up the next morning. We're like, let's go check the offerings. <laughs> um, and they were just there. We put the bone. We put the coin. We planned on keeping the bone unless it disappeared. We thought the bone was a gift. And that we're going to take the bone and leave it somewhere else, like, close to us or the mountains. Because this is not the mountains of yeah. North Carolina. We're like, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Um, and it's like, we met your cousin. Right. <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> or whatever what do we could daryl larry bobby daryl um and uh so there was nothing with that so like we're like let's hike this whole trail um and tons of mud um heard some kind of knocks here and there but it's like nothing like crazy loud and i know there's big footers out there but not really where we were 
um, to come to find they were other places. Yeah, like a, maybe about almost two miles away is where the big probably big way more. Go. Yeah, um, we saw like evidence of beavers at one little section, like they're the nod trees and the little like spikes that they make. We found another ridge that felt special. It felt incredibly special. So my intention for the whole trip, after we did the tarot reading where it was like, take it down a notch, like really like get back to it or whatever, was like, I'm here for like a spiritual experience. Like maybe I'll find Bigfoot, maybe I won't find Bigfoot. But um, when we found that spot, I was 100% like in that spiritual place because it felt like you could feel the energy rise up. No, and it, and I just kind of let you have a moment. Yeah. I was over there doing, like, tree knocks and, like, across the river. It's called a creek, but, like, it's a small river. It's yeah. It's a big creek, small river. Especially with as much rain as we've had. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to let you have, like, a moment. And you, there was a bunch of tree breaks and shit. Well, there were, like, trees that were slanted, and they were all equidistant apart. They were all equidistant in diameter, too perfect not perfect perfect but like they were too patterned yeah like uh, patterns of course exist in nature but patterns like that don't always so they can catch your eye and it was sort of like step back and look around and instead of just looking in front of me like i elongated my gaze and i could see that there were those three trees that were the exact same diameter that were angled in the exact same angle that were pointing in the same direction. And I looked in the direction they pointed and I saw a tree structure. And then it, it was like it created like a circle. There were a circle of architectural events happening around me. And like I was saying, like you could feel the energy like raise up from the ground. And it felt like fast moving energy through there. Like you could go really fast. Like you could go fast spiritually. Like you could go fast physically. Look how fast I can go. Yeah. Look how fast. Um, but like I liken it to like, okay, if you you walk into maybe an empty house that's been built and nothing lives in it. Let's say that's a forest. You're like, this is a forest. This is a house. There's nothing in here. But if you walk into where somebody has even lived for a little period of time, whether it's decorated or not, you feel the energy that this space contained something. And you feel that. And I know we sound ridiculous, but as somebody who grew up in the woods, who's been all over, like, I've been through a bunch and I can say this tree looks cool or this animal looks cool or I saw a lizard or... But there's sometimes where you just stop and you're like, this is... This is different. Yeah. Yeah. It strikes you different. It lays different. It holds you differently. And the ridge, the ridges felt like, okay, you, when you're Bigfoot, the consensus is they like to be up higher to get a vantage point on everything, which makes sense. Yeah. You're watching people you're trying to hide. But then at the same time, it's like these ridges felt... I don't want to say sacred in maybe the way that humans think sacred, like holy, but like these are important places. Yeah. These are maybe where they commune or these are where they hang out. It's enough to make these structures. I mean, there was a tree that, and the other ridge, like these little thin branches. And yeah, they were small. It didn't take much, but they were stacked and crisscrossed in a way that it's like, it's a weird spot because it's like, I think that there's people... I don't think it's known about enough yet for people to hoax. 
but I know there's people that go up there. And the last thing we're trying to do is do anything in the slight that makes it seem like it couldn't be human because one, we're out there. We don't want to get fooled by something and we don't want to leave anything that's going to fool somebody. Right. It's rude. It's disrespectful. It delegitimizes your claim to anything. Well, and you're not helping the other seekers because like we're all, whether we have different opinions and all this and that, and we argue about the science or the spirituality of it, like we're all out there looking for something. It's a call to something. Yeah. And, you know, we respect that. And I think a lot of the people that we've met and the people that we saw out there, like you can tell, like they're serious about it very serious right and they're not gonna be like oh shit i found an apple and i like took a bite out of it and i left like i mean they're not or i walked around barefoot like they're they know that other people are looking and it's the um what's the what's the one thing where it's like um all boats rise when the tide rises like kind of thing like if like the evidence we find is evidence that you were adjacent to yes and that might not be everybody i'm not out there for competition authenticity is all we have yeah i'm not out there for competition i'm not like i'm the one who found the like we're only out there because other people have been laying the groundwork and showing us on maps where to go yeah if i had bigfoot if i found bigfoot if i had bigfoot if i found bigfoot i would not tell anybody where it was right like you're gonna don't tell them don't be a snitch Never. So after that ridge, we also left apples and a snicker up there. Um, and to be in solidarity, we ate apples and snickers too. Yeah. Like we didn't want y'all to think that we weren't enjoying these. We ate more snickers and apples, but it's fine. I ate some apples. Yeah. We drank some drinks. Yeah. But it was but not alcoholic drinks. Wink wink. Because never this in the state park. Never. Scouts honor. Yeah. Um uh so then we went down to like a little bridge and like we were hearing stuff and did the fleer. Okay, cool. We went along this trail. We found out where we got lost last time because we didn't get lost. We were still on the trail, but we just assumed part of the trail. We took one little wrong turn that took us like <laughs> three and a half hours out of the way in 36 degree weather. Right. I'm also the person that's like, if shit happens for a reason. Yeah. It's muddy. Everything is so muddy. And then we start walking down and we get into this old like pine section. And I think that's where people have been seeing stuff. Um, It just feels old and it feels like a squatchy place. Yeah. I mean, these pine trees are like, you couldn't even wrap your arms around and touch. No, three people. It would take three people. Right. And I mean, I don't know if you've seen pines, but sometimes it's hard to find pines that big in this area because a lot of them are logged and a lot of them are grown, farmed and specifically. Yeah. But, um... No, it was a really cool, muddy place. There was really big, like, high tree breaks, but it was near the road. And so we're going around talking about, like, what would you be like? You would try to be real hidden and lay low. And that's the energy of that place. Like, I'm I'm really close to being seen. Mm-hmm. So let me be more camouflaged. Let me yeah. be more, like, stealthy. Yeah. And it's almost like we took on that energy. It's like that place, like was quieter somehow it was it was more like shh don't do it don't do it where the other stuff felt like you could be a little bit more free and careless because it's like it's more hidden yeah but now you're close to a road you have to be 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 careful and that's kind of where you saw the 
The burgundy? Yeah. The burgundy transparency? Not even a light, because, like, a light grows brighter than the surroundings. And not a blob, because I think about a blob being sort of opaque, but... We were listening and looking and looking off into the distance and I saw just like an amorphous burgundy transparency and I saw it for only a second. I tried to look back and see it again as my eyes scanned but it wasn't there the second time and it was really interesting. Yeah as you told me about it I'm like I did not see anything and everything out there is brown and tan and I mean, it's still very, like, it's monotone. Winter, winter woods. Right. Yeah. Um, so, burgundy would stand out. Yeah. And it wasn't huge. I mean, I would say, I mean, it's hard to even fathom. Maybe four and a half feet tall and maybe three and a half feet wide. But just really... Like ephemeral, only very temporary, not... When my eyes darted back to see it, I could not see it again. It's almost like you caught a glimpse of something else. Yeah. Like a peek behind the curtain. Right. Um, There's nothing burgundy out there in nature. And that was really close to the road. Uh, so we start walking back and we find out, like, this is where we took a turn. And had we not, like, cut through the woods to this bridge when we were out there with Clayton... We would have been out there all night. Because oh, that was God. a long, that was like a long way. We would have frozen to death. We didn't see any prints that way. But we got back to the camper. We are like, okay, um, let's go get some, basically we wanted to get firewood and wine. Yeah. Um, and we stopped by and talked to uh, Steve at the Cryptozoology Paranormal Museum. I think it's like the Paranormal and Cryptozoology Museum. It's in Littleton. It's the only cryptozoology and paranormal museum so yeah you'll find it in a haunted house and yeah and we're talking to him and like getting like updates and he's like yeah you know it's like we had some guys out there and you know it's been snowing here and all this so um we headed back we got a fire going we got our wine um it's getting dusky yeah and we see um a bat flittering in front like a singular bat yeah and that's like a really like um big sign from my familiar like i can tell when it stands out when a bat stands out because sometimes you look up and you see bats yeah other times it's like this is the only bat i've seen since the season because they're like hibernating Mm -hmm. um or they're roosting i don't know what they call them i didn't dream i got bit by a bat last night and it was like not going well but I was also like, this bat? I was trying to be friends. <laughs> um, but that's neither here nor there. And then we hear this because if you've listened to Cursed or this, you know barred owls are connected to Hecate with me. And you've been hearing them. Yeah. We've been hearing them here. And we sit down. And we hadn't heard it the night before. No. I'm not saying the barred owls don't exist out there. But we heard this like loud barred owl call. And there was a couple of them going at it. Just like calling back and forth and making a big old noise. Ruckus. Ruckus. And I was like, holy shit, you know what? That's the spot we were like, let's go back there tonight. Yeah. And we hadn't planned this except we talked to Steve and we're like, he was like, yeah, right behind. If you go down like over that little bridge right behind your place is where like 
you're they're found mm -hmm. or you find evidence or you hear them so we went we had been there during the day and we're like oh shit we know where that is let's go back there at night because owls are basically it's almost like they're telling us where to go right and then we're like let's read some tarot <laughs> the second time so the second time i remember we got i don't remember the first three of swords no no five of swords and then we had like the um something of cups because the we're using the threads of fate tarot and they don't it's not gendered yeah so it was something of cups um and then i remember the last one because we got it when we did our second doll investigation which will that's coming at the end of this month um the three of wands are reversed oh yeah and basically the six tarot cards we pulled three the night before and the three this night basically told us the exact same thing be open don't be basically like don't be biased don't be don't rush in don't go in with bravado right don't have preconceived notions like be open what you think is here is not here yeah um and be open just be open and before that you had said i feel like we're not just trying to come out here and talk to bigfoot i think we're gonna fail we need to like start from the ground up and get familiar with this place and like earn our way almost yeah like you can't just walk into the white house and talk to the president like there's a chance you could talk to the president someday but you have to work your way up right yeah and it's like i need i'm not just going to talk to the manager i need to talk to the hostess first i need to talk to this and we felt like there was more out here than just bigfoot and then in a hellier twist not a twist but in my head is like what if bigfoot got us out here but that's not the only thing out here bigfoot's a part of it yeah but we're looking for something bigger because this is a like a really charged area it's like it's a really cool area it is it's um unusual for the land type where they're at if that makes sense like they don't have mountains they don't have ridges but right. weirdly there's this like one ancient remnant of the appalachian mountain chain that just happens to be kind of plunked down in the middle of all the flatness right between north carolina and virginia yeah um coastal toward the coast yeah, it's central but it's it's close to closer to the coast than the mountains i think yeah so we get that tarot we're like oh shit like this is the same story you do your little offering mm -hmm. um and i noticed i'm like i say little but like i say it in more like a when i say little i'm like i'm not straight white cishet male but I'm worried about when I say little, it's like demeaning. Yeah. But when I mean little, I mean like this, like it's, it's not just, it's like, it's thought about, it's important, it's curated. Yeah. It's not showy or, or belligerent or. When I listened just... to the Old Gods episode and I said, your little accent, I meant like your cute, soft accent. <laughs> um, and so if you hear me say that, like, don't think I'm being condescending or misogynistic, like the little offering was and i think that's it's like i'm not gonna bring like this grandiose thing it's like this is specific for spirit communication and um you know it's on a little charcoal disc so it is small you've got your little metal chopsticks yeah so i do think little but i, I do stuff small yeah i just do that like that's i guess i'm worried about it for 
Yeah, no, that word can be very... Um, and if I'm worried about it, obviously, I'm not, like, I'm thinking about it, like, oh my god, yeah. that might sound... No, I never thought about the word little like that. Right, like, oh, honey, you got your little offering, so fucking cute. Look anyway, at your little shoes. Right. Yeah. I went out there with my um, big-ass sage bundle, because I'm, like, alpha witch. No. <laughs> uh, but, Ew. <laughs> no. So we're like, let's go for those owls. Yeah. And we get our FLIR camera. We got our lights. We got a backpack. We got our spirit boxes. We're going to do a fucking spirit box where those owls are. It's pitch black, full moon. Yeah. Ice cold. So we walk down there by memory for the most part. We have the map. I've got the headlamp. And we're walking back down in these woods. And it's just as wet and muddy as it was. And it's dead quiet. You can kind of hear some traffic, which is weird. But I feel like... Because it's wintry and all the leaves are off, like, the traffic. I mean, there are roads, but that doesn't negate where we are. Yeah, like, we're not hearing tree frogs. We're not hearing cicadas. We are hearing a bunch of frogs, though. Oh, were there frogs? Well, I mean, the whole time we were hearing frogs. But that was really quiet. Because you're like, we're in a witch journey. Yeah. The full moon is, like, all fucking Tim Burton, like... Nightmare Before Christmas, like, big orange fucking ball in the sky. Foggy sky, like, clouds all perfectly feathered, smoky amethyst-colored sky. Our breath is created in a fog. It's misty. Yeah. It's like, this is it. Yeah. This is your spiritual experience you asked for. Right. So we're getting, like, I mean, if you looked at it, it's probably, I mean, it was a good little distance from behind the, the campsite, but it was still behind the campsite. Yeah. And we're walking back there and we're like, oh, it's so quiet. We need to find a spot. We'll know it when we see it. And then you left a little offering. Again, little as in like little. Cute. Cute and meaningful. Yeah, it was. It was um, a cedar bundle that I had collected from a nature preserve. Not that you should ever do that. Never mind about that story. Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Um, and some dried flowers that I'd had for a while and some feathers from a celebration that I took part of. Yeah. And left it there. We kept going a little bit. And then all of a sudden in the darkness, we hear this loud, like, that's an awful howl, but no, it was scared us. Startling. It was like the kind of thing that would make you pee yourself a little bit. Right. If you're walking in the pitch black. I mean, with a full moon, imagine if it was a new moon, um, dark woods where you think there's something out there. Like, it's scary. Like, you yeah. can't, you convince yourself that you're fine. But, like, really, the minute you start thinking about what might be out there, you start like, oh, shit, what am I even doing? <laughs> and then this, like, loud, like, boisterous noise above you. Abrupt. Sharp. And then we're like, well, we knew immediately. Aggressive. Yeah. We knew immediately it was the owl. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, that was right above us. And you can hear it in our videos and our Witch With Me little segment. And I was like, I think we're in the spot. And so we listen and you can hear the owl. And then it stops. Like, it doesn't ever do yeah. it again. It does two calls. Right. And it's not even like it's like, oh, well, you guys are here and we're um, we're going to be quiet now. Like, we never heard any other, we never heard any other owls the entire trip. Mm-mm. And... I know the difference. I know the difference between hearing the owls because you've seen my reaction when I hear them out on the porch here, even in Charlotte. Somehow they follow you. Yeah, and they follow me to Hickory. Yeah. But like you can tell them, like, oh, you hear the owls, and you could be like, 
you could tell the difference. I know when they mean something. Yeah. Because I know my internal thing and I know they sound like pertinent. Or when it sounds like you're listening in on the conversation. It's like, I know when they're talking to me or like pay attention. Yes. And that's what I think the balloons are. And that's what Timothy got into too. But that's a whole other thing. It's like, I feel like it's a, a pay attention. I yeah. got your attention. And you know the balloons are related to a thing that has your attention. Now they have your attention. Goblins. <laughs> but. It's Cramorans. The owl stopped. Yeah. It's quiet. And I'm like, let's do a spirit box. Yeah. I went to put my bag down on the stump and I was like, did you hear that? And you're like, there's something in the leaves rustling. Yes. And it sounded like footsteps. Not a terribly small thing by any stretch. Not a squirrel. Not a large no. beetle. But it wasn't It wasn't Bigfoot. It wasn't like no. a human size, but it was like, there's a critter. It didn't rattle the earth below me. Right. There's a critter back there. Yeah. And we turn around, we shine a light. We're like, we don't see it. Then we hear it start snorting like a pig. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. It's terrifying because pigs are terrifying. Boars are terrifying. Wild pigs. Wild pigs are very aggressive and ferocious and vicious. Yeah, they've got tusk. They've got no fucks left to give. Right. Um, who's pork rinds now, motherfucker? Right. And oh, look at these long pigs, pinky pinky pinky, walking yeah. on their two legs. Right. Think they're better than everybody. You think you're better. You're not smarter. I'm a vegetarian to all the wild boars out there. Um, and we like listen, and we're I'm like terrified yeah. because. It's getting closer. It's getting louder and it's snorting. And it's like snorting, like a pig snorts and roots around. Yeah. And I'm like, why would I see it on the fleer? Why don't I see it on the fleer? Why don't we see it? If it's this big and this close, like, why is it not on the fleer? I'm like, what sound does a beaver make? Like, are they nocturnal? I don't know. Like, 100 feet from here, we saw beaver stuff, but there's not beaver stuff on this trail. Like, it's along the water. Maybe it's a beaver. I don't fucking know. But it's right in front of us. And it sounds like it's it's coming closer. We went from like this huge spiritual witch walk under the full like smoky amethyst sky to pray. We were prey. Right. Because it's like, so I'm like, I've got the flare. We've got the camera. You're recording. Because like, well, yeah, if this is it, like get it on camera. <laughs> Found and, footage. I, and I've got my uh, hatchet. And I'm like. I said, I'm getting this fucking ready because I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. Like, if a boar starts charging us, like, I don't want to kill anything tonight, but I might have to. Right. I don't fucking know. Like, um, don't bite me a bunch. Fuck. Right. Don't gore me with your tusks. Sir. Um, and I get the fleer, and I think I see something, and I don't know. It looks like a small thing, but then when we watch the footage back, I think it was just the way I was moving it. And being in dark, you don't have a good reference. And I felt like I thought I saw something moving. Because I was like, I think I see it. I think I see this little blob. And it got quiet. And we didn't hear it. We didn't see it. I kind of walked forward. And I was like, I can't see it. So I was like, but that's weird. Now it's got our our attention. So we start walking more. And there's like, the trail's muddy as fuck. Yeah. Then we start seeing some weird prints. Um... Not weird enough to say, like, let's cast this. Because it's, it's covered in a layer of, like... Two to three inches of water, anyway. Because believe me, I sure as hell was carrying 10 pounds of casting powder and five pounds of water on my back. For a couple hours. And... Beast mode. The thing is, this is not mud mud. This isn't like, oh, I'm kind of soppy. This is clay, so it sticks. It's thick. It's like... Silt. At any point, I felt like we could have made a vase. 
Oh, yeah. A pottery. Yeah. Because it was like that sticky, heavy, thick, dense clay. But that really fine particle, silty, Mm -hmm. lots of decay. Yeah. And so we should see our dirt. It's amazing. Right. We saw some prints that looked not outside of the human range, but different, but weird. Um, And I'm saying weird as in not like, this is definitely a Bigfoot print, but like, you see lots of tread marks. You see lots of dog prints. We saw a couple raccoons, no deer, which we saw deer last time. Um, And no bears, even though there are bears out there. And they had just seen some bear prints. Um, Some people said they might be tire tracks that looked at them, like bikes. Um, But this is not a biking trail. Right. You would have a really hard time biking as somebody who mountain bikes not well at all. (laughs) Like, even the advanced ones, like, I would, like, your bike tread would not look like that. And And we would have seen more bike tread. Yeah, bike tread's continuous. And we did see it on some trails, but not these trails. Right, on the bike trails. Right, on the bike trails. Um, and it's like, well, you know, some of these might have overlapped. Some of them might have been double prints. Some of them might be mudslides. They're interesting. We'll post them. See what you think. One of them was 14 and a half inches. Yeah. So my brother is six, seven. Clayton, you might have heard him on the last, um, did we have him on for the Menoc? I don't think so. But we had him on from Familiars. He was on Cursed. On Cursed. And he's six foot seven and he wears like a size 15, but... Even when you measured his foot, his bare foot, he was 14 inches. So this was bigger than his foot. Yeah. Now it could have been a double print. It could have been this and that. But we were trying to gauge like the mud, like displacement looks like one continuous sweep on you on the one you found that we took a picture of might have been a double. Yeah. But it still looked like toe drags. I don't know. But um, when you talk to the people that find prints around there, they're like, you're not going to find like six inch deep prints because of the weight like and i've got like these heavy boots on that are hiking boots and the tread probably goes down a quarter of an inch even if i stomp like it's just too dense yeah, it doesn't the sink. ground is hard it's not fertile it's not good for farming it's not like the soft green right. earth it's like the eke your existence out of this cold hard rock right. earth and i feel like there's a difference like okay a dog print can get a little bit deeper, but it's, like, more um, concentrated on the weight. Yeah. It's not as displaced. It's not as spread out. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, the dog prints look, like, deeper. But human prints don't go much because the weight is um, spread out yeah. evenly. Um, so, okay. We find those. We take pictures. Um, we walk a little bit further. I start doing some Bigfoot yells. We got a whistle. They respond to that in the area. Um, we find this big, like... We find tree breaks. We find logs, like, in weird spots. Um, they I, keep the trail really clean. That is a well-maintained trail. Yeah. So why did that one log, very large log, just happen to be over the trail in that one place? Right. And maybe maybe they, like, they were moving it for some reason uh, and they had to stop. But, like, the the log didn't drag from anywhere. They being the Bigfoot. Right. But, like, I mean... You know, you, we try to, like, use reason where it's like, oh, my God, how'd this get here? Where are the drag marks? Where were they moving it from? What yeah. happened? Like, they're trying to keep the trail clean. Okay. So we come out. We get back to our place, and we're like, wow, that felt special. Yes. The full moon through the pines. We didn't have a Bigfoot, but we did not feel alone. No. We felt seen. We felt a part of stuff. 
I didn't feel like a complete stranger or odd man out. No. But I felt like we were getting somewhere. Yeah. But I still felt like it was like, well, we don't know you. Who are you? Yeah, like you can sit on the porch, but you can't come in. Right. Wait on your ride, but don't come in. You don't know right. us. Um, so then it's like, okay. So we got back. We were tired. Very, very tired. Um, I think and we walked cold like. And wet. We, I looked at my Apple Watch. We had walked like 12,000 steps. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Uphill and downhill. Our peats were tired. Yeah. Um, so we're like, we got one more day. We're going to wake up. We don't have to bring the truck, the van back till like seven o'clock in, um, a couple hours away. So let's look for these trails. Cause they're telling us like how to access this bridge. Um, we had a person comment on our YouTube, like there's a bridge, a service road, go down there. Um, Steve told us like, there's a bridge. An iron bridge. He said an iron bridge. We think we found it, but that van was too big to go down the service road. So we're like, let's go and we're going to hike in. Uh, we got time. So this all culminates to the point where we got lost last time and came out. And then last the night before we came out, we're like, let's go down the other trail. And Let I me set the scene. It's a misty morning. The fog is thick. It's yeah. rolling in. The ancient pines. And... I wasn't prepared for what we found back there. And I'm not saying that we found Bigfoot, but it was a whole entire different space. The energy was different. The landscape was different. I mean, it's right across the road from everything we're in, but it felt primordial. Like you said, it felt ancient. Yeah. And like one of the clips you can see, I'm like, I feel like if we ran across a dinosaur, it would be normal. Yes. And we saw this huge X structure. Like, it's like these structures point. They're almost like arrows. They are. They grab your consciousness, if nothing else. They don't tell you where to look, but they tell you to look. And I mean, I'm like I said, I've been in woods my entire life, and I've seen shit. And I know what a tree break that happens. And like, some of them can be chalked up to all that. But the next morning, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Before anything, before we even left and cleaned up and did this last trail, we went to look at our offerings. Yeah. I expected to see maybe the chocolate bar gone because the rain wasn't there anymore and the apple like rolled off. Um, the bone was still there. The coin was still there. Yeah. The little mushroom you left was still there. The Snickers bar was gone. Unwrapped. Like we didn't leave a wrapped Snickers bar out there. Because we're not assholes. Right. And we left a whole apple. Yeah. Gone. Organic apple. I looked around to see if they had maybe like fallen or rolled off the apple. Um, and it was like, they're gone. Something took them. Okay. Trail cam. It's yeah. going to have a raccoon on it. Yeah. I can't wait to see this big fat raccoon. Right. Um, it might have a stray cat. There's no cats out there. But I was I like. Something. Something's going to come and get this. This is a very tr- sensitive trail cam. It's got all three. It's like. It's motion in the day and at night. It's a thermal IR. Um, it's really cool. I got it on Amazon for a really good price. <laughs> it has amazing reviews. It's got the three different sensors. So it's not like, oh, you have to be right in front of it and jumping around. We had a, the sensitivity set to medium because like the wind was blowing. There was rain. Um, but the medium is still pretty sensitive. I was like, even if the apple rolled off because of gravity and the wind, it would have picked 
probably shot a picture of the apple. Yeah, it would show you a fat squirrel. So I'm excited. I'm like, let's see this. And you can look at the trail cam. It's got a screen on the inside. And there was us leaving from leaving the apple. There was a three pictures and a video because I have it set to take three shots and then a minute long video. Anytime it detects movement. Yeah. Whether it's day or night. Yeah. And it's HD. The pictures are phenomenal. They really are. They're crisp. They're Um, at least cell phone 2015 quality. Yeah. Probably later. (laughs) Um, And the odd thing is not what we caught. It's what we didn't catch. Because Mm. the next photo was us returning in the morning and that stump was gone the the stump was there the apple was gone yeah the snickers was gone the apple was gone the mushroom was still there the Um, bones they were there and this was set up in a way that any direction that you would approach the stump it was far enough back it would catch it yeah and one of the things they say with bigfoot is they can elude these things by making them not happen so i'm like that's how you survive millennia i was like maybe a mouse let's say for the sake of argument a mouse came up or squirrel came up to get the snickers or to knock the apple over the apple alone would have triggered it yeah moving i was like even if there was a spirit let's say that it was non-corporeal and something came and the apple was floating up it still would have triggered it the apple moving would have triggered it it's like something came up and got it and did whatever it wanted but there was no tracks we looked yeah there was no tracks small or big and the other's leaf litter but we make indentations in leaf litter right and i mean if something was getting the apple like you feel like they would have like gnawed on it you would have seen little chunks you would have seen something i think it part of me is almost like i wish there was a bigfoot in this picture or a coyote or raccoon but to me, it's almost weirder that they're gone and nothing triggered it. That's so much weird. And a person couldn't have got to it without take, triggering it. Because even when you open it, it takes a picture. Yeah. And 100%, I am i don't think people go up there. And that camera was almost hard for us to find and we put it there. Like, it was pretty camouflaged. It blended in. So, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Some took that shit and yeah. it avoided the camera. Which I think much that's, respect. <laughs> I think that's weirder than there being something on it. Absolutely. Fuck. How? How? Like but a so, guy in a ghillie suit would have made more sense than nothing. Right. Even the apple rolling off would have triggered a picture. Yeah. But then what took the Snickers? The Snickers was like, some of them like we stick the apples on like branches so yeah. it's like interesting and stuff. We thought leaving the bone and the coin might be interesting. Back to where we were walking through the primordial spot. It felt like you would see a Sasquatch at any time. Run between trees or peek out behind a tree. It felt like you were a part of nature. You weren't a human in a nature area. Like you were in nature, a part of nature. Yeah. And so we're walking back there and we know this like there's a spot. We're looking on the map. And we come across these two structures that aren't, sh- like, shelters, but they almost look like blinds. Yeah. And, like, they put it in that book where the footprints end. It's like, well, people say these are, like, deer blinds or these are 
people hiding spots. It's like, well, that's a shitty deer blind. Yeah. And they're like, well, what if Bigfoot makes it to like leave their young in? It's like, well, that's a shitty nest. Right. And I was like, okay, hear me out. If you are being aware and smart, you're not just going to like build something from nothing. If something fell, you would like add to it. Mm-hmm. Now imagine these structures. If the branches that are broken and dead now had still leaves on them, they were close to a road. I was like, if you ducked behind this, even if you were seven, eight feet tall and you ducked behind this and there was any kind of foliage on it, you would never be seen. No. And You'd it would never camouflage with the forest. Because we drove down that road and you couldn't see five feet in. But obviously we were like 50 feet away from the road and we could see the road. Yeah. And hear the cars. Maybe this is like a little vantage point. Like what if something is using this to hide behind to make sure the coast is clear and then cross? Mm-hmm. I don't think Bigfoots live in this area. But mm-hmm. I do think that they use, they traffic it. Because it's a little too populated. But... The other thing is, like, this area has been logged in the last couple of years, and that's when the sightings spiked. So, <laughs> go humans! Moo, we're the best. We're doing gross. what we're always doing. Hate us. Um, gross. Hate it. Yeah. To quote our friend Erica, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Gross. Um, so, we keep going in, and we find, like, this looks like the service road. Let's keep walking. And we get to a point, and I'm like, we both look at each other like, we're hearing flute music. (laughs) Like, not even like fucking like, like, oh, we've got a CD playing. Like, this is like, like, this is like somebody playing a flute. I'm like, Pan is out here. You hear breath. You can hear the breath. Yeah, the breath like going across. Like, and I'm like, Pan is out here. Sup, Pan. More hell your shit. But also... Like, there's a goddamn... Um, In the fog of the misty woods, there right. is flute music. There's a goat man out here playing his flute. I was ready to go. Right. And it sounded like it was behind us. And we're like, what the fuck? And we start doing an Instagram live. And this is videos up. So if you hear this, go watch it. Because, like, it was it was a, an adventure. We were shaking. Shook it. And we're walking down and it gets louder. And it's like, it's beautiful. It's enchanting. And it's like... We want to find the source of it, but also, like, it feels from a time that we're not a part of. Yeah. And we're, like, it's directly in front of us and we're walking. And I'm like, this has got to be a human. And it's like, but it doesn't got to be. No. What if it's not a human? You have to keep your mind open. Right. So we walk Heard up. the tarot. <laughs> right. And we're just, like, enthralled by this music. It's like the Pied Piper calling us in. Um, And we get up there and I was like this has got to be human because it's stopping. And it was just like beautiful. And I see this like person like move kind of a little bit in a shirt across the river. And I'm like, that is a person. (laughs) And then they start whistling and then they do tree knocks. And I'm like, like, I'm kind of getting like a little emotional because I'm like, this person's out here playing music for Bigfoot just because it's a spiritual connection. This is like, I don't have the flare camera out. I'm not... They're knocking and they're whistling. And obviously they're trying to make contact. But this person's not out here with night vision cameras. They're playing like probably the oldest form of communication that us as a species and whatever this entity is has communicated with. And they're just out there playing for it. And raising energy. And I wanted to be like, after it ended, we walked across the bridge. That person eventually left. They had this big like 
it almost looked like a um what it what like is a bamboo reed? Yeah, it was like too big and I was like, God, I don't know how you were playing this, like but I wanted to be like, whatever you're playing was beautiful, but I was like, No, this yeah. was not our moment. This was your moment with yeah. whatever. We're not even gonna talk to you, interact with you. We enjoyed the music too. Yes. And I would like to think that there's Bigfoots out there. But what we came upon was like this is where everybody was saying they saw Prince the most. And this is there's a cemetery out there somewhere in the middle of a mountain. <laughs> um which is like the part of the state park that's called the mountain. And it felt like we were on the precipice, the doorway, the entryway of a whole other realm. But we didn't have time or we weren't ready to go back there yet. Yeah. So we stayed on this side of the the river and we walked back down looking for prints. We left another little Snickers and Apple. Um, We shot our Witch With Me TV like little thing. So you go watch that because we we try to do exclusive stuff for that because it's fun. But we don't want you guys to miss out. Um, And so... We walked and we like we went around the whole loop and um, that was pretty much the trip, right? Is there anything I'm missing? Except for the bonus, we're gonna talk about yeah, your crazy experience. Um, but to rat to sum it up, I and I think we both agree on this. But my thoughts, real quick, are we came one time and we heard the calls. It was enough to get us back. If we didn't have anything, we might not have gone back. But we heard the calls. We had all this stuff. We felt like we had unfinished business. Like we were just ch- like chipping away at the like tip of the iceberg. <laughs> and then we're like, finally, we're going to camp. We're going to get something. We're going to hear those calls again. And we didn't. Yeah. And it was like with the tarot and like how we felt and that kind of disconnect. It was like slow down. We We want to interact with you. We want to welcome you. And that might just be our own bias, but it's like, you have to start, you can't go over, what is it? Like, you can't jump ranks. The echelon. Right. And like, that's even, you said, you're like, I feel like we have to get to know these little spirits. And you can't tell me that it was an accident that we had picked a spot. And then within 30 minutes of getting a fire going, the owls were calling from back there. We just figured out, like, let's try this spot and the owls. And then to not hear the owls anymore. Till we get to that spot and then like, bam. And then never again. Yeah. Not the whole trip. Not that rest of that night. Not the whole trip. And you can hear those owls pretty far away. They're barred owls. You can look them up if you want to hear their calls. They're loud. Yes. And they're unmistakable. And it wasn't just hearing a different kind of owl. It wasn't hearing like a coyote. It was a specific owl to Hecate with me and my experience and my personal experience and And it's probably close right and in this exact spot and then to be like well i just thought oh this is beckoning us in and then we get there and it tells us like to stop there's one part we forgot to tell in the woods but as we were walking we heard those little grunts again and like the walking in the leaves and it felt like something was following us yeah um, you can see that video again on Witch With Me TV or eventually our YouTube will put up other videos. Um, so go subscribe, like, and subscribe. Yeah. Um, cause there's going to be more activity, I think on YouTube. <laughs> um, and, but we pretty much covered everything. We didn't forget anything else. And I feel like all of this brought us here. It got us here. And then 
we felt like we didn't really get to experience much. We got to experience something, but not what we thought. And then we get to that like precipice, like where the flutes were playing. There's that huge slab of granite. We know this trail could take a few hours. We didn't have the time. God, I want to just go up there, but it's like, no, you can't just have it all. And it's like, I felt like we were at the doorway. And then right after we got back, the person that we had seen out there and we saw him whistle from across the the thing. Mm-hmm. He was on the the guy's YouTube saying like he saw a figure move um, back there. And so I feel like when we go again, we're going to camp, but we're going to spend all of our time going across around the mountain and we're going to hang out there. And who knows what we'll find? Maybe Bigfoot, maybe nothing. Maybe we'll be led to a different part, but our... This is a trilogy at least. Yes. And um, I just like, we came away feeling so moved by things that I had to stop myself because I'm like, I feel like I'm like, I want to find Bigfoot. I want to get out there. We're here. Like it's pouring down rain. We're tired. Let's just do tarot in a spirit box. The spirit box didn't work. Um, I wanted to get out there and just look and I would get up and like go smoke and like shine the flare out in the middle of the night and it's like that eagerness to find something but at the same time like don't let that eagerness let you like not be in the moment right don't let it let you miss the thing that you're gonna see that you're gonna know right and i feel like we were honestly this trip is like obviously we were looking for bigfoot but it was kind of just exploring and learning the area being one with it and like like we didn't come in guns blazing and like we're out here like making this nature our bitch <laughs> like we were admiring it we were taken aback by some of the scenery and like everything and it's like this is what we're here for this is what it wants us to see um respect be in awe of it like and then you can talk to our spirits bigfoot's one of many yeah see the way the wind changes the landscape see the way logging changes the wind the landscape see the way have you ever seen the earth me, um... changes Whatever Pocahontas song I was yeah, thinking about. the w- w- Wolf wind. cry. Yeah, wind cry. At a blue corn moon. Yeah. And then the leaves go on my hair. Something, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the trip. Did I did I leave anything out? No. That's not going to be the bonus? No, I don't think so. I think that was a lot of it. Yeah. My important takeaway was like, don't go in with bravado. Understand the hierarchy from the beginning. See where you are. Understand where you are. First off, you are nobody. Y'all coming out here, y'all nobody. No, I don't think that. No, I know. But it felt like a continuation of like what we started there. And it's like introductions. It's getting to know a place. It's getting to know the spirits of place. Uh, It's getting to know your place in that. And and being humble. And we'll never go there and not leave something at that stump. Yeah. Even like. Even though that stump won't be there much longer because it's very old. but But it's like that spot. It's like I feel like. We asked, like, we're coming into this spot that feels important. We don't feel like we need to get out of it. Um, That's the spot where something had pulled you out of a hole. Mm-hmm. But we also didn't feel like it was our responsibility to just, like, or, like, our right to stay there and hang out and just make whatever we wanted of it. We were visiting. Mm-hmm. We left a gift almost at a threshold and an altar. Like when you visit a grave. Yeah. And... You know, we're like, that's like for us, like that's our connection to that place. It's like, that's our like 
or toll. Yeah. Got to pay the toll, troll. Yeah. Um. Uh, to get into this Bigfoot's hole. <laughs> um. And yeah, I think I can't wait to go back. Um. I don't know when it'll be, but I feel like we're scratching like the very surface and looking up at these ridges and this like mountainous area where they were playing flutes and people were looking up and it's like it's i mean elevation wise it's a lot different than anything else around there yeah and you're like this is a whole different part right of the house we've we were on the porch hanging out the first time second time we got into the entryway and maybe like you know the parlor (laughs) and we're not even into like the ballroom yet no so i can't wait to see what happens again or what happens next I'm super excited. No matter where we go. Right. I think it's a continuation of this journey. Yeah. So this is part two, the return to Medoc Mountain. And then we'll have to see what the trilogy is. And then we'll go and do like a prequel trilogy that like undermines the other ones. And then we'll start changing stuff and George Lucas it up. Right. Which means nothing to you. At all. <laughs> At all. <laughs> Who's Skywalker? Skywalker is that the ranch? ranch? <laughs> With the Wendigo? Yes, the Wendigo Skywalkers. Um, they sound delightful. So, uh, that being said, we do have a little bonus for you. Um, it's not too long, but it's a it's a really... I don't know. You experienced this, so you'll tell it. But Only um, me. Y'all, only me. <laughs> but we'll tell that here in a second. But um, for that, you can, uh, if you like the show, check the show link the show notes out there's links to like our instagram you can follow us at hex files pod on twitter tiktok instagram pretty much everywhere there are links to our youtube go subscribe but take a minute if you would if you haven't already to leave us a five-star review <laughs> well it you know what it doesn't even have to be five stars unless you're main um <laughs> but leave us a review tell us what you think we like feedback we want your stories subscribe on wherever you listen review us wherever you listen rate us wherever you listen tell a friend about us like um you know we're only getting started with this and we've got so much stuff coming up um and we love interacting with you all so tell your friends tell the people you care about somewhat say hi to us um yeah we like it when people say hi no i'm just kidding that's an aaron mankey reference but no we do like when people tell us stuff um we're blown away with like the responses that we get and people like want to interact with us. Like we're just out here like doing what we would have done anyway. And it's just so cool that people like connect to it and relate to it. Um, But yeah, do that if you don't mind. Um, And uh, I think that's about it except for the bonus. Yeah. Now, if you want to hear the bonuses, you can visit our Patreon. Right. That link's going to be in there too. It's worth precisely $1. At least. (laughs) um and you know what right now if you leave us a review and you haven't before um you can leave it on Podchaser, you can leave it on apple uh but show us proof that you reviewed us and we might send you a free sticker we got a couple extra ones they're real real cute yeah um and they're like uv you put them on your car they'll last up for five years at least with fading and peeling put them on your water bottle make your water spooky yeah drink that shit it'll give you like alien powers yeah spook water um, but yeah, um, until next time, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye.